Hi everyone, this is Sila. Hi, this is Greg. So what are we talking about today? It's been uh, over a month uh, since our last episode. When you said it's been, uh, it just thought of me of that it's music. Been... It's been one week since you looked at <laughs> looked me. Looked at me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I know. That's all I remember. <laughs> remember that, yeah. That's all you need Bare to naked know. naked ladies. Yeah. Because you stink in music. Me. No, yeah. No. We know that. That's all I know. Yeah. Um, so uh, for our last episode, way back, um, so long ago, we mentioned that we'll talk about a few movies. Mm-hmm. Um, the Promise was one of them. I think we may have mentioned a few others. I can't remember what. Um, but since then, we watched a second movie called The Cut. Mm-hmm. Today is April 23rd, and um, we wanted to do this episode specifically on the Armenian Genocide um, because tomorrow... April 24th is the commemoration of the Armenian Genocide, and also April in general um, is seen as a a genocide commemoration month Mm -hmm. um, because several genocides are, uh, major ones have also happened uh, at at the same time, and they're commemorated that month, the Holocaust being um, another um, the Rwandan genocide, and I believe um, the one in Cambodia. And for us as Armenians, I think um, it's just part of our DNA, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the trauma, the history, all of that sadness that we've carried, I think, through the generations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my grandparents being genocide survivors, um, your great-grandparents mm-hmm. in your case. Both sides um, of the family, yeah. Yeah, for me, it's only on my mother's side. My dad's side um, were uh, born in Palestine, um, and that goes back hundreds of years. Uh, and they didn't go through um, the Armenian genocide. They went through <laughs> different wars. Um, but we wanted this episode and this season to start off uh, you know, we didn't want it to start off in a somber way, but, know. um, <laughs> you know, as say, Armenians, uh, I guess it's... we always seem to go back to sad yeah. well, topics. I mean, I mean, you said, you know, it's a hundred year old trauma. That's yeah, over a hundred years which, now. Which yeah. hasn't been, you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's plenty of information about it yeah. uh, online for anyone who's interested in learning more. Um, and President Biden was the first president mm-hmm. to officially recognize it as genocide which is something that armenians had been trying very hard for many many years to do Mm -hmm. um to finally get the u.s to recognize that um it was genocide and um, i I mean talk about the term genocide it was coined it was coined by Raphael lemkin Mm -hmm. um and it's the word didn't even exist when the armenian genocide happened Mm -hmm. um and it was based in large part um, to what happened to the Armenians mm-hmm. in 1915. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't just, you know, we, we recognize it uh, on April 24th, 1915, because that was the day uh, that many of the intellectuals in Istanbul mm-hmm. were uh, arrested. Um, and it was, you know, doctors, lawyers, teachers, writers, writers poets, all of the, yeah. you know, it, basically the, the intellectual had... Mm-hmm. of uh, the, of Armenian the Armenian nation, yeah. 
um, during the Ottoman Empire and era that was when they were the day yeah. yeah that they were arrested so that's the day that we uh, commemorated every year um, but obviously the genocide um, uh, took a long time mm -hmm. for the Ottoman Empire to um, to carry out mm -hmm. um, and um, Talat Pasha was the mastermind um, along, along with, with the other four uh, along with two others, Enver Pasha and okay, Jamal yeah. Pasha. Uh, tomorrow is the commemorative date. Mm -hmm. um, we we thought we'll start off with the two movies, The Promise and mm -hmm. The Cut. So The Promise we've seen uh, several times. Yeah. The Cut we saw for the first time mm -hmm. this week. And I personally had been avoiding watching it because I had heard um, it's a bit difficult. Um, and also the name, <laughs> I just, um, just hearing that, I, I thought I don't want to, you know, I think automatically as Armenians, we know a lot of the stories and, and we don't want to be, you know, go through that trauma again of having to watch what our ancestors went through. Um, so I tried to avoid watching a lot of these movies that seem very, traumatic uh, that show <laughs> everything yeah. <clears throat> in a very honest way mm -hmm. um, we can start off with a promise yeah and um, I mean and uh, the <clears throat> whole point of doing episodes such as these and talking about the genocide is uh, if people stop talking about it history is doomed to repeat itself which is already happening in Artsakh and Armenia and all those places I mean it's 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 still happening. Yeah. And uh, and that's why we talk about it. Other Armenians talk about it and people need to hear it. That's why, you know, people talk about the Holocaust because right. you don't want stuff like this to happen. But unfortunately, it's the year 2023 and it's still happening. And what have we learned? Mm -hmm. And it's not again, it's not just about the Armenian genocide. It's other cultures who yeah. are going through the same. And thing. it's not just um, about the genocide, but these two movies in particular that were made, and there were others, um, and it's a really small list, actually, because it, it's been so difficult to make a movie, mm -hmm. uh, because each time Turkey has found out about it and has somehow stopped it, whenever they found out that a major Hollywood star mm -hmm. has been interested in mo making a movie about the genocide... I think one story I heard was about the 40 days of Musadaf mm -hmm. or Musaler, as the Armenians call it. I mean, um, Mel Gibson has tried Mel to Gibson, do it a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, Sylvester Stallone actually yep. was also interested in right. doing it, and he was uh, cut off. Um, um, you know, they get a lot of hate mail. Uh, there's um, You have these governments that make an effort to discredit the Armenians, uh, so the promise, going back to the first movie we're going to talk about, um, it was released in 2016, I believe. Um, and they kept it uh, under wraps until just before it was released. And that was very yeah. um, intentional because if Turkey had found out about it while it was being filmed, they would have stopped it um, because of the U.S. relations with Turkey uh, having a U.S. army base in Turkey strategic the strategic area for the position US. of yep. where Turkey is located mm -hmm. um, and uh, you know we the, the U.S. has tried not to upset their uh, so-called ally mm -hmm. um, but you know we continue being 
allied with countries that have human rights abuses, uh, including other countries. You know, Turkey is, is definitely not the only one. Azerbaijan is a much worse mm-hmm. country. It's autocratic. Um, Saudi Arabia, there's so many others on the list. Um, we talk about genocide and we continue to talk about it. I specifically continue to talk about all genocides that I hear about, not just the Armenian one, because it's such a universal uh, problem. Um, and so many nations have faced uh, this, uh, these types of uh, atrocities committed against them for whatever reason, if it's religion or ethnicity, um, and they continue to happen even though we have all of the technologies, we have TV, internet, everything where people can educate themselves, Mm -hmm. find out about this, but the only ones that you hear about are the ones where the U.S. finds some uh, benefit Mm -hmm. to talking about. Um, So we continually hear about you you know the situation in the Ukraine um, but you hardly ever hear about what's happening in Artsakh uh, to the Armenians um, and and then what's going on in Sudan now mm-hmm. uh, I mean there's always always something happening wars genocides and maybe in general people are tired of hearing about this I heard somewhere that even podcasts that tend to be more serious, mm-hmm. uh, less people listen to it. Yeah. So, you know, whoever's listening to this, thank you. Um, it's really important that you continue to educate yourself about what's happening out there, mm-hmm. um, all the serious topics. Um, because, yes, we, I mean, I tend to be a happy, um, positive person, mm-hmm. but I'm also very much aware of what's going on around the world with. Um, people who are less fortunate than I am, uh, who are living through war, um, and just trying to, yeah, I mean, you know, what made me lucky to find myself in this country, whereas someone else may have been born in poverty and can't seem to escape that life, Mm -hmm. you know, why, why did I end up where I am and someone else was born into that life? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if we can just look at that human aspect of it and try to help each other, um, I think and try to figure we'd out be in why a better this, place. And also, why does this keep happening? What is it about us humans of just hurting another human? Uh, that's, that's an enigma in itself, which has never uh, really been figured out you could say mental illness or whatever i mean it goes beyond that it's just it just keeps happening and i don't believe that a lot of people are evil we talked a little bit about this Mm -hmm. that you know how are people capable of uh committing these types of atrocities and you think about a few soldiers holding the guns and then you know hundreds and hundreds of people being uh forced um to their deaths and you think what if one person uh, rebelled yeah. and but the what thing if... is these people i don't think knew they were going to die yeah you know because they, they told them they were going to get like for the armenians they told them they're just getting relocated mm-hmm. so 
for the Armenians back then, they were thinking, okay, well, we've lived in the Ottoman Empire, and we're building their whatever, roads and mosques and shops, and we own these businesses. Why would they get rid of us after all these years? Not even thinking that, you know, this, this government is out to pretty much wipe you off the planet. Yeah. Um, because again, I, because it's yeah. so hard to believe. Yeah, exactly. You, you've lived with, um, you know, in the case of the Armenians, they've lived with the Turks for hundreds of years under uh, Ottoman rule. Um, Armenians were always um, uh, in business and uh, prosperous uh, and, and respected. We also, you know, assimilate up until a certain through, time, yeah. and then started the issues with you know armenians having less rights be, you know the christians second so class citizen being yeah, yeah treated like second class citizens and then eventually massacres started um and which they were also being blamed the for the downfall genocide. of the ottoman empire at that time and the ottoman empire was just losing power and uh, the armenians were just easy scapegoats mm -hmm. and um and how do you get wealthy? You kill off uh, the Armenian population. You take their houses, their businesses, their stores, their wealth, and you claim it as for the state. And that's how you get wealthy. I mean, and just like, yeah, this was happening during World War One, And mm -hmm. because Turkey was losing, um, it was allied with Germany. Uh, yeah, Ar Armenians were seen as uh, scapegoats at, at you know that time. And we weren't the only ones, you know, other ethnic groups as well but armenians had it the worst um but you were um, also uh, it kind of derailed you your thought you were saying how can a few people with guns uh hurt this many people you mm. know into their death like why wasn't yeah it wasn't my uh, that wasn't a thought that had come to me it's something you mentioned and it's funny because i remember i was in high school and i was doing a paper on the genocide and another armenian uh guy um, a classmate of mine said something like that. He said, you know, there were more Armenians um, than um, the Turks who had uh, guns. Imagine if, a f you know, a few Armenians jumped on them and took their guns. And I thought, well, you're fighting against the whole nation. Maybe mm -hmm. it was a few soldiers who were there. But imagine if you rebelled and then, you know, you're, you're, peace loving i mean you're not you're not rebellious you've always lived um with your turkish neighbors in peace and so for the armenians the the women the children the elderly to just decide to you know mm -hmm. uh take guns from yeah. soldiers it's and, just and again, not in their nature to as do you that. mentioned like they fighters. rounded up they rounded up the men and the intellectuals you yeah, know, it started off with all, the intellectuals All that was left first. was the women and the elderly yeah. and the children. So, right, so the yeah. men were then um, they were taken, taken and uh, to join labor battalions. Mm -hmm. uh, they didn't even give them guns mm -hmm. because, you know, they wanted them to do all the hard labor to And then dig. they killed them. And mm. they um, many of them were killed. And then you were left with, uh, you know, helpless women, children, and uh, the elderly. So um, these movies uh, show you pretty much that uh, what happened to the men, what happened to the women. Mm -hmm. um, so going back to the movies, 
the promise we've seen a few times we actually saw it uh when it was released um but i mean talk about before the movie even came out what was the ratings on imdb nobody's before the movie was even released nobody's ever even seen the movie yet and i ratings were like the ratings were so low because you want to talk about it you can talk about i mean uh, that it was uh oscar isaac is in it um and christian bale is in it and they were at the top of their game at the time oscar isaac was in star wars and he was doing all of that and christian bale batman Batman, obviously so So, and they were out talking about the movie uh they were doing press for it and as soon as turkey found out um they got their bots or whatever they pumped a lot of money into it and all of a sudden you see these numbers on imdb which was really high ratings plummet into like there were no ratings because the movie hadn't the movie gone hadn't, out like no one had and, seen it yeah. to rate it and the funny thing is some of the comments by people who were rating were like how is this such a low rating when nobody's even seen the movie yet mm-hmm. like how is there an overwhelming negative review on a movie because that, they, it's not they even out yet wanted to make yeah. sure that nobody goes nobody to would see go it. yeah and see um, it so yeah. the movie had a really high budget i think it was 100 90 million. or 100 yeah. million dollars and it was um, all by uh Kirk Krikorian foundation right. he did it actually yeah and, and it was self-funded um, uh, right yeah. right so the the point of the movie being made wasn't for it to make money obviously that would have been great if they made more than mm-hmm. what they had budgeted but that wasn't the point the point and, was oh, to make a movie and the director that was yeah, right that right. was um the director um of hotel rwanda hotel rwanda yeah terry george yeah. and even he said you know we're making this movie again you know to make money that would be great but the whole point of making the movie is to educate people mm-hmm. uh, and they wanted to make it in a way that they could show it in schools mm-hmm. and to educate people about it that was right. the whole uh, purpose of the movie is to get it out there for educational purposes mm-hmm. not for money making or whatever and in that sense they achieve their uh goal yeah and so. uh the promise um is a really a love triangle yeah which uh i think was something that kirk, kirk wanted. wanted yeah maybe to you to know, bring more people in and not to make it really like just about just a grim. genocide story yeah. Just to show what people's lives were like, mm-hmm. um, I guess, prior to um, everything being turned upside down. Mm-hmm. I think this movie does a really nice job in showing um, kind of like the cosmopolitan side of uh, Constantinople. Mm-hmm. And um, the Armenians who were living there and being highly educated, um, like uh, uh, the... The actress Charlotte Lebon, who plays Anna Kesarian, um, she uh, she's a, a French, French or Canadian, yeah, uh, I think Canadian French, maybe descent. Canadian yeah. actress, um, who in the movie she says she was educated in in Paris, um, and that's why she has the the French mm-hmm. accent. So they try and explain things uh, that way, but it was very typical of what armenians at the time um uh you know lived through i think many of them were were highly educated mm-hmm. uh spoke business several languages and, yeah. business owners uh in the case of oscar isaac mikhail borosian he um is studying to be a doctor um 
and it's uh, the the love triangle kind of reminded me of Doctor Zhivago. Mm. I don't know if you've ever seen. I've seen parts seen of it. Seen that, yeah. yeah. The movie doesn't reach that level, honestly. No, but um, I think it does a really nice job in presenting, you know, what the lives of Armenians in Constantinople look like, and then the start of the genocide and and. Um, I mean, if you think Where about Armenians it, ended it up. it's, I mean, it's a difficult movie to kind of put together. How do you, you don't want a two hour movie grand. about just about the genocide. Yeah. So, you know, it's in, because you're not going to bring everybody in, you mm-hmm. know, so you have the, the love part of it going, you have the action adventure, and then you have obviously the tragedy, which is all set, you know, yeah. on. And, uh, but it does a very good job, I think, of, uh, kind of showing you snippets of how things happened there, you mm-hmm. know, where it was or and where it ended up. So. And do, do you want to talk about what The Promise is, which is the title? Uh, well, you talk about it. <laughs> you don't remember. <laughs> I do, I do. Well, the, the promise that's made by his family, that yeah. Oscar Isaac's character, Mikhail, is betrothed to um, marry... Um, uh, this girl back in his village named Maral, who's played by Angela Sarafian. Um, so he's visiting his uncle's house, mm-hmm. I believe, in, in Constantinople yeah. to study, uh, to be a doctor. And that's where he meets um, Anna, and he falls in love with her. Um but she's his, with uh, Christian Bale's character. She's who with Christian is Bale's character, who's an American, I believe, working I think. for yeah. the, the Associated Press. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Um, and you know, I love all these characters. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's it's great how they all their lives kind of are intertwined. And it's beautifully shot too. It's like beautiful. The whole, yeah, the whole thing. I mean, the director Terry, um, you know, he, yeah. he did an amazing job with. Yeah, you know, I, I think the scenes in Constantinople, especially mm-hmm. um, with the dancing and the yep. scenes in, in, in the, the house and his uncle's yep. house, they're just beautiful. Yep. Just showing, you know, um, Mikhail's uh, nieces um, and just like the youthfulness and the joy and um, what life was like mm-hmm. for, for Armenians uh, living at that time. Uh, it just try i i tried to think of you know what life would have was like for my grandparents and their great grandparents um but it just happens to be raining as we're recording so <laughs> in the background you might yeah, hear you some hear uh, the rain. yeah i mean how yeah. how appropriate we're, we're, we're talking about something sad yeah yeah we're not on a soundproof uh, uh, even the studio, sky is crying so you can, you can uh, hear everything yeah so. that happens outside yeah. um i really really liked all of the characters actually all of um the actors um that were cast for this movie mm-hmm. uh like Shohre Ardashlu um who plays uh, Mikhail's mother um and his Turkish friend Emre I I really liked him uh, a lot and uh, he finds himself saving Mikhail a few times in the movie uh, eventually uh, near the end we we find out what happens 
I don't know what you wanted to talk about. Uh, uh, I mean, overall, yeah. I mean, it was a beautiful movie when it first came out. I was very happy with it. Obviously, it's it's you know it's it's heavy. What, you know, were, what were some it, of the parts? I mean, what were some of the scenes that that stand out for you? Do you remember? I mean, the beginning yeah. it was it was just beautifully shot, mm-hmm. and um, and that scene when uh, the Turks take to the street and they start yelling, you know, in Turkish, and when the whole nastiness starts to happen it's it's shot well and it's it's just i don't know how to describe it it's you know mikhail and anna are running through the streets trying to get away you can you know feel the terror i mean as far as the movie is just one nerve-wracking thing after another especially the train scene do you remember that when and when they're all they basically just put all these families in the train and it's raining, and the train is pretty much taking them to their death, you know, uh, death destination, I guess you could say. And yeah. it's dark. and But uh, he doesn't know that one. He doesn't know, he and he's hanging on to the, the train, train because yeah. he's trying to get back to his family. Yeah. Uh, he's trying to get back to his village. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's on the train, and you see all these hands reaching out of the train, yelling, help me, help me, you know. Yeah. And then he falls from the train. Eventually, he gets to the village, and then he realizes what happened. And mm-hmm. that's just such a powerful scene seeing his wife and his unborn child um you know the massacre uh it's it's pretty tough i mean it was well acted um christian bale's character me personally i think he is very uh he's he's lovable he's just you know one of the things the critique uh, was that his character was constantly everywhere he needed to be <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know what? He's he's just you rooted for him mm. because he was right there um, helping and uh, pushing on. It, it just yeah, I, I, you know it's it's not that realistic, obviously. Yeah, because but, uh, uh, if you look at the area, you know, the Ottoman Empire, you know, present day Turkey, um, it's a big area. Yeah. So for them to Constantly kind of run, run into, into each, each other, other yeah. yeah, at yeah. each other, but that's done purposefully so that you can see all of the historical pieces mm-hmm. um and you know like i mentioned earlier with musaler mm-hmm. or musada yes. yeah. mm-hmm. um that's one of the scenes in the movie um maybe someone who's not armenian won't know the historical significance yeah. there that's later on where all the Armenians rebel against. Yes, that actually um, happened. They put on a yeah. resistance against yeah. the whatever uh, guns Turkish they had, whatever, soldiers, and they actually yeah. fought off the Turks. And uh, eventually but, yeah. being saved by the French Navy. Just that um, part of the yeah, that part of the Armenians were somewhat saved uh, by the French Navy. Yeah, in, and it it yeah. was because they res- resisted for yeah. you know forty days or so. So th- there was a lot in the movie that I'm like is this how it was is this what my ancestors went through and i'm sure you were thinking the same thing historically it it was very precise i think based on what happened um you know in in real life it was based on you know like the governor of ankara i think um you know i i jotted down his name hassan mazhar Mm -hmm. uh if you remember that character Mm he um he did not want to, he refused to participate in yeah. the genocide, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of uh, his actions, he was dismissed. Um, so I looked into him a bit because I, all of those Turks who 
refuse to take part part they're the ones that i'm really interested in because they risk their lives and their families lives. their families yep. lives mm-hmm. their uh jobs mm-hmm. careers in order to save to do what's right to yes. save the armenians yeah um because they had many of them had worked and lived alongside armenians their whole lives um and so he refused to take part he was governor at the time um after the genocide um in what i found out in 1918 he led the mazhar commission investigating the crimes of the armenian genocide um looking into ottoman officials so the military tribunal was formed to investigate the crimes of the young turks um and uh, that was in continuation of his own work yeah. of this governor's mm-hmm. work um so it's it's really i mean and you you hardly find anything about him mm-hmm. which is sad and there's so many stories like that like with my i told you my grandfather's side was um saved by a turkish neighbor who took him in along with his father his mother his sisters so the entire family was saved because of one turkish neighbor mm-hmm. um but they, you never hear about them because the you don't government hear about them. doesn't want and that also yeah. Armenians who escaped mm-hmm. um were so traumatized by that those years that we didn't really get the full picture you know of what they went through um uh, any of them didn't want to talk about it yeah yes um yeah. and they didn't want to relive it it's like walking through the desert they left everything and, behind yeah. mm-hmm. many of them lost a lot of family yeah. um in the genocide a lot so of orphans a lot of lots orphans. and lots of orphans yeah yeah many of the women and the girls young girls were sold off to uh bedouins and sold off as slaves as wives mm-hmm. i mean we're talking 10 12 year old girls um a lot of mothers um Yeah. pregnant mothers whenever i um read those stories of what happened to the armenians and then i read stories of what happened under the um under isis control you know just in the past 10 years with yazidi women uh i just see so many similarities yeah of women always being used as spoils of war. Mhm. You know, this being total genocide mm-hmm. and um extermination ex- of a full right. race, yeah. And the fact that they were driven out from their homes and not necessarily murdered, you know, right there in in their homes and most of the cases they were driven out and murdered elsewhere. Um and away the from the towns also opened all the gates to the prisoners yeah. and they had a lot of uh, Kurd prisoners at the time and they were released on the condition of Turkish and Turkish uh, and Kurd, Kurd yeah. yeah and they were released Kurdish. just to go Kurdish yeah uh, to go and basically murder these women and children who were you know being forced into the desert mm-hmm. and to do as they will with them um so yeah i mean i was telling you a couple of days ago that story of my grandfather how um great grandfather uh, my grandfather oh your grandfather yeah my okay. grandfather uh 
went searching for his cousins. I, I mean, he was in his 40s, I think, when he was looking for these girls. Um, his cousins, who were in their 60s, I think, two girls. Eventually, he did find them in a Bedouin camp. So when these girls were very young, uh, they were sold off to a Bedouin camp. Uh, and they were all marked with tattoos on their faces, and he was able to find them in their late 60s. Um, so I they remember. were older than him? Yeah, they were older than him, yeah. something like that. They were much older than him. And he said, you know, after he found them, that the girls knew not even a single word of Armenian, but they remembered their Armenian name, and they remembered the names of their parents. Mm. And my, from what I remember, my grandfather told me, you know, they looked Armenian, like their eyes, their hair, but they had tattoos all over their face. Mm -hmm. They were marked. And, and, you know, they started to cry because they remembered. They got emotional. They got yeah, emotional. You said they, had a, a, they each had a cross on their They had arms. a cross in their uh, arm. On their wrist. In their, on their yeah. wrist. Yeah. Yep. They still. So, so, you know, being young girls, they still remembered their Armenian name and they remembered their parents' name. But that was about it. And they knew they were Armenian. Yeah. But because they were sold off to these Bedouin camps, they had to kind of leave that behind. And it was heartbreaking for my grandfather to see his older cousins mm -hmm. and knowing the history behind it. And yeah, uh, yeah so. Yeah, I, it's uh, crazy how um, an entire population um, was uh, broken apart like this with many of the younger men being being taken out and killed first and then eventually the elderly the children women uh being driven out the most beautiful ones obviously being um taken sold off, yeah. sold off um you know all kinds of horrors along the way uh as Many of them then ended up in Derzor, which was kind of like the um, concentration camp um, at the time where uh, many Armenians were driven to. Uh, and it's uh, in present-day Syria. Syria. Mm -hmm. At the time, it was part of the Ottoman Empire. Mm -hmm. So it's like no matter where you went, <laughs> you're part of the... You're still in the Ottoman Empire. It was uh, such a huge area then... Um, and I don't even know the ones that made it through. It's like yeah. by a miracle because, um, I mean, it's you know, a miracle my, me and you are here. Well, you I know, mean, my it's... grandfather, see, when I was younger, I think when I was in middle school, high school, I was filled with much more hatred, uh, about what happened. Um, but through my grandmother, who was an actual survivor of the genocide. My grandfather passed when I was one and a half, but my grandmother and my mother in turn, they taught me to be much more understanding, I think. And over time, I've learned that, you know, if there weren't any good people at the time, nobody would have survived. Mm -hmm. um, and... In a few cases, yeah, some Armenians rebelled and were able to uh, make it uh, out of there. But uh, that was really, th th that didn't happen much. Uh, many of them were able to make it through uh, the help of, you know. Um, Their neighbors. Uh, like the Near East, I think, relief mm -hmm. um, committee at the time. There were a lot of, like, orphanages. 
um, that took in children that were orphaned during the genocide. Um, it's just a really, obviously, sad story. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not unique in that sense because so many cultures uh, have been through this. What's unique in our case is uh, not many people may have heard of this, um, unlike the Holocaust. Uh, so just having a movie like The Promise that was a huge budget film um, being made, it didn't matter that the ratings were lowered because of people who had never seen it that didn't want mm-hmm. others to see this movie. It None of that mattered. It didn't matter that it didn't make... Um, Uh, as much money money, that it Mm -hmm. spent the point of it was that this was educational and it's out Um, there it's it's epic i think Mm -hmm. it it pretty much covers all of um the major um uh, moments uh during uh the genocide Mm -hmm. um so and then in it you have the stories the the love triangle Mm -hmm. and then the friendship between emre and Mikhail and the fact that some Turkish people put themselves, uh, their lives at risk mm-hmm. in order to help, you know, the, the Armenians or their Armenian friends. Yeah. Um, there, there were some parts of the movie that really stood out for me. I think one of them was, um, you know, the, the part where um, Anna uh, wants to go to church mm-hmm. at night. Yep. And to listen to Gomidas Vashtabed. Uh, and that was really poignant, I think, um, his singing. Um, and uh, obviously it's not the voice of the actual Gomidas uh, Vashtabed, but if you were to go online, his recorded voice is there. Um, you can hear it. Do you also and want to explain who Gomidas was? People can look him up. Yeah. It's, it, the name is spelled K-O-M-I-T-A-S. Mm-hmm. And um, he... It's difficult to explain yeah. him. He went around collecting a lot of the folk songs, um, Armenian folk songs that people would sing. Mm-hmm. They, they were never recorded before. But he collected them. He wrote them down. Um, he loved music. He wrote music. A lot of the church hymns um, were written by Gomidas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also uh, wrote a lot of folk songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and He was also one of the people that was he, uh, executed. That was arrested. arrested. He wasn't executed. He lost his mind, I think, after mm-hmm. witnessing all the atrocities. And yeah. He yeah, he, he completely, and yeah. then he died, yeah. Um, there's a book written by um, Balakian, who um, in there he talks about Gomidas when he was arrested, and he was, I think, on the train along with uh, others who were arrested um, from the intellectual group on April 24th. And in it he said that Gomidas was... So there were shadows of trees, I guess, um, being reflected on on the windows. And he thought that the branches were arms coming to grab him. And at the time, it was clear that he was starting to lose his mind. Mm -hmm. Like like people were after him, out to kill him. 
clearly they were. Mm-hmm. Um, but he just, he was having a mental breakdown. Yeah. Yeah. And he was one of the ones, and it's not clear why he was released, um, but probably they saw him as not as a threat. Not a threat, yeah. Um, and, um, but also many of his works were destroyed, um, which, which contributed, I think, to his mm-hmm. mental breakdown. Um, so it's just a sad story. That part in, in the movie, um, anyone who's not familiar, again, with Armenian history or music might not think it's, um, uh, it's an important part, but every single name mentioned in there, except for the main characters um, being fictional, um, many of the historical uh, Lands, uh, parts and are, are you know, village true. names and yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that that yeah. part I really liked. Yeah. I, I I thought that was beautifully shot. I mean, overall, it was very well done. I, I was just very proud to see, uh, you know, a movie like Hollywood style movie with a big budget and, like you said, epic. Mm-hmm. Uh, very well acted. Um, it, it's yeah, it was a very well done movie. And it's something that, uh, you know, I can go back and, I mean, obviously it's not it's not on my constant playlist because it's not a happy movie, but no, it's something but you know that what? I would it's be, something you know, that, proud that to kids watch. can watch exactly. and it's not, yeah. it's it doesn't show the, the killing, yes. uh, the it's rapes, not gory all or, of that. Yeah. The, and, um, it, it doesn't show it in your face so much that kids can't watch it you know i i think this this like we said it's educational it's meant for everybody um and the you know it it, it's one of the best movies i think made uh about the genocide now i've seen hotel rwanda i was really excited to see this when i found out about it before um it came out because i loved the way that hotel rwanda was done same director same director i think you know it's hard for me to say first of all because it's armenian i i want to say that it was great but there were things about it i think that they might have done better well it's not a perfect movie no and uh, it didn't um it didn't reach the level of hotel rwanda for me which which was my disappointment because it was such a high budget movie Um, but, but again, if, how do you fit like all that, all that in about an right. hour and a half to two hours? Because you, they're you know, trying it's, it's to very, fit all of the history yeah. in um, this uh, fictional love triangle yeah. kind of story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they weren't able to make it like Hotel Rwanda. You know, with Hotel Rwanda, you don't, you get a little bit of the history of why um, there was um, that genocide happened. Uh, of the Hutus against the Tutsis, but you don't get as much history as we do with the promise. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that weighed it down a little bit, mm-hmm. but it was necessary. Yeah, I think if oh, yeah, we're looking definitely. at it as yeah. just an, uh, yeah. to educate yeah. the public about what happened during those yeah. years to the Armenians. Um, so, World I mean, if, if you're looking for a movie to understand better about the Armenian genocide. Yeah. You know, The Promise is a very good movie to watch. Yeah, and I think this this shows saying. you the yeah. overall picture of yeah. what happened. And, and then if you're interested in finding out more, then, um, you know, you can look into some of those historical um, 
people like Gomidas, we mentioned, mm -hmm. uh, Ambassador Morgenthau was another one that yes. was yeah. in there. Well, do you uh, want to talk about the whole Wilson uh, and Morgenthau and all of that? Not Wilson, but... Uh, oh, um, uh, I don't know if Wilson... No, no, uh, uh, I don't think Wilson was mentioned in the movie. President no, no, Wilson, but, but the, the whole... Morgenthau um, and the conversation with Talat Pasha regarding the life insurance policies, mm -hmm. that that's is... True. A, that's yeah. true. That's yeah, um, true. It's recorded um, that the Turkish government... And Morgenthau was the of, ambassador... Yeah, I mean, yeah. the Turkish government kind of looked at everything that they confiscated from the Armenians by force. It wasn't <laughs> that yeah. Armenians just decided to leave everything behind. They were forced out. The Turkish government then looked at it as abandoned property and mm -hmm. took all of these, you know, churches, schools, businesses, businesses wealth, villas, uh, everything, everything yeah. uh, and claimed it as their own. Uh, it became part of the government, um, all of the money. Um, so basically all the losses from World War One, they made it back by um, uh, making sure that the Armenians suffered. Um, so going back to Morgenthau. Yeah, Morgenthau. Um, so he's another one of those um, saints, really, um, who recorded what was happening um, at the time, he was U.S. ambassador mm -hmm. um, at the time and um, recorded many of these atrocities. And uh, Chris Myers, in this case, is a fictional character, but... Christian Bale's character. Christian Bale's character, mm -hmm. but there were many like him, reporters, uh, photographers who were non-Armenians who recorded what was happening um, at the the time to the Armenian population. Obviously, the Armenians were uh, not armed. They were um, just part of the uh, population, had been living peacefully, and then this genocide was being committed against them. So I think the movie is uh, a great start for anyone who wants to educate themselves a bit about what happened to the Armenians. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's that's... It for the promise. I, so yeah, that was a with, long, without going through yeah, every single yeah. scene, uh, because there's so many great yeah, scenes. Yeah, check it out and for it, yourself. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, the Oscar's character Mikhail going back to his town, and then um, the wedding, the music, keeping before, the promise, uh, yeah, marrying yeah. Mm -hmm. the woman that he was betrothed to, mm -hmm. um, and then eventually losing her, the child. Um, and um, his mother and many of his family yeah. uh, members, and then later being um, coming together with uh, Anna and Chris, um, and then losing Anna at the very end. Yeah. So that was that was tough. Yeah, that was I heartbreaking. Think that's, <laughs> that yeah. scene. So but, just I when mean, you think they've made it. Yeah. That they're. Um, well, it just shows you that it's it's there's mm -hmm. no happy endings in real <laughs> I mean, life there, his one niece <laughs> yeah. was able to make it she yeah, she helped yeah. she helped his niece yeah um yeah. she saved um his niece yeah. from drowning and it i it mean just... it could have been a heavier movie it is a heavy movie i mean it's heavy as armenians watching it yeah. i don't know if non-armenians would feel as much as an armenian watching it uh but like you said it's not gory they're not depicting everything that happened but mm -hmm. it's kind of in the background 
you get an overall sense of you know how it was and uh, yeah yeah it's a good way to start so that's the promise yeah so yeah the uh, next movie we watched was um the cut the cut so yeah. you told me about it and i'm like i really I had don't want to watch this because i mean we, well, we you know we talked about sad movies in the past and me <laughs> I, I mean this but is another movie about the armenian genocide yeah. but the reason i had so i kind of um avoided watching it because of first of all the title i knew it was about the genocide and i uh from what i heard from others it's a little harder to stomach yeah and this came um, out in 2015 2014 2014 okay um and the the director um interestingly enough is turkish hmm. uh German. born in germany yeah. i i think german turkish akin and whenever it's somebody Turkish writing about the Armenian genocide, I just find it fascinating. And I think, okay, there's, you know, I can believe in humanity again. Yeah, seriously. Um, and it reminds me of, you know, what my grandfather, um, you know, would, would tell um, our family. That if it weren't for uh, the few good uh, Turks, that there weren't. The, there wouldn't be any Armenians alive, um, you know, and that's what he would say. Um, it might not be what other Armenians uh, repeat, <laughs> but I'm saying it now. Uh, I am sure there would be more stories out there of um, Turkish people helping Armenians during the Armenian genocide if only Turkey were to accept um, that this actually happened. They have yet to accept it. Um, I think there are a lot of positive stories that just have yet to come out uh, and to be shared because the pain, the wounds are still, you know, open. We talk yeah. about that, mm -hmm. the open wounds, um, because we haven't healed yet. So if you haven't had that recognition, um, how do you talk about the goodness um, in people? Because there's so much anger still. Uh, to this day, over a hundred years later. Um, so the cut, um, I thought was really interesting because it's a Turkish uh, director and um, many of the actors in the cut are actually non-Armenian, which I also found interesting. We couldn't tell if the movie was, I think it was dubbed. Uh, it, it wasn't very clear. It, it because was it, dubbed. There were a lot of German names, I think. So the movie could have been done in German, dubbed in Armenian. Dubbed in Armenian, yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah. So I'm not 100% uh, sure. And yeah. I, I didn't really look into that too much. But um, the Armenian didn't seem to match with uh, the way their lips were moving. Yeah. So who knows? Um, yeah. It could have been done in several languages because yep. I did see that as well. And there's a mix of languages. Obviously, you know, yeah. some parts they're speaking in Turkish. Some uh, the Turks are speaking in Turkish. The Armenians are speaking in Armenian. And the movie does take Arabic. place. Yeah, because uh, the character goes from that area into, was it Syria or Lebanon? Mm -hmm. uh, somewhere around there. And then you have Arabic speaking characters. And then he ends up in Cuba. And then he ends up in the United States. Mm -hmm. So you have multiple languages yeah. in this movie, which is fascinating. Um, but 
just and, hearing and it so, in Armenian was also special. Yeah, and, yeah. and the way it starts off is that he's a blacksmith in, I think the town's name is Mardin. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a uh, working class. Um, and he's envious, you know, jealous of uh, other Armenians mm-hmm. who have more money than yeah. he is, who are prosperous. Did you and mention the actor? He's an so Al- the actor, actor is or? his name is Taha Rahim, and I thought he was excellent. Yeah. Um, his eyes, he has amazing eyes, and he's, and he's pretty much Armenian. acting yeah. through. He's you know, emoting his, through his right? eyes. Yeah. Um, well, there's a reason for that. And there is. Yeah. Um, but he's married. He has two beautiful young um, girls. girls. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just shows you, um, then, you know, it starts off with him being, uh, taken away, uh, to join the military, but it's really yeah, the, the, the labor battalion basically breaks yeah. into their house to all the Armenian homes yep. to pull out the men, pull out the men, um, yep, as we talked about, leave the then... families vulnerable, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh, without someone to fight for and them. actually in one of the scenes you remember his father in the movie an older armenian uh th- there's words they're hearing rumblings of the governments mm-hmm. and uh th- his th- the character's father says why would uh, the governments like a- attack us or take us away we've lived with them Peaceful. for so long peacefully yeah. like we we are no threat yeah, right. to them you know so well that's the thing it's not like you don't have the internet you don't yeah. have tv you mm-hmm. don't know what's going on to in the other parts of over. the yeah, exactly. uh, the country yeah. so um you hear rumors mm-hmm. but nobody knows what yeah. why these men are being taken away exactly. so um my grandmother's father was taken away the same way yeah. he was taken to a labor battalion mm-hmm. never heard from him again exactly um and you see what happened to these men yeah who were taken away yep, to in these the movie yep. and they're just working like dogs have hardly any food or water um and if they're too tired or sick to work they're shot mm-hmm. and they're anyway beaten. in the yeah. end after completing whatever work they're doing if it's laying the groundwork to a railroad or whatever it is after that job is completed they're all murdered um so in his case um it's the prisoners who are released the turkish prisoners the kurdish prisoners Mm -hmm. who are released into uh, many of these towns to commit what what the turkish government government has has asked them to to do um, it's funny they don't want to do the dirty work so they're just hiring other people to do dirty work for well them. they're hiring criminals criminals um, yeah on top and on the basis of, of having, you will be released if you right, do this they, they also have their them. own soldiers yep. but they're they also want to make sure that they they are putting criminals mm-hmm. in these places where they well have planned. no problem you know, it's yeah. stealing uh-huh. killing raping yeah um so mm-hmm. in his case he works hard um, and he sees uh, friends of his that die during the process his that, brother, that are his, killed. His brother is also with him. Yeah. It's him and his brother. Yeah. And um, eventually when the work is done, um, these these prisoners, the Turks, Kurds, who are now free, yeah. um, commit the murders. So they kill off all of the men. So in the movie, but one of yeah. the men who comes to yeah. kill him to no. slit his throat couldn't do, couldn't do it because he's never killed anyone in his life. He's yeah. he's uh he was a prisoner yeah. but he was a thief. Yeah. 
Um, I mean, that, that part for me was very hard because he was tied. You know, their, their hands are all tied behind their backs and they're told to get down on their knees and mm -hmm. they get down on their knees and it's him, his brothers next to him and a bunch of his friends and you know other Armenians yeah. and they're all and they still don't know what's going on. And they, they don't just know can't what's believe. going on, but yep. but and before then, they're yep. led to that, uh, actually, I, I didn't mention, um, they see women and children yeah. being oh, um, taken hard. away, yeah. um, led away, who, they don't know where. So they're looking on, they can't say anything, but they know they're Armenians. Um, and, and from another one, village, because one of the village. girls falls down and he helps the girl yeah. and then he gets, I and think, he beaten asks or something. Her, for you know, yeah. where, where are you from? You're from, and she Hot says the village, yeah. You know, one of the villages. Um, yeah. and, and then uh, later on, um, he sees a woman with her son, um, and then soldiers come after her, and, you know, she's yelling in Armenian to the, to to the, the boy, boy, just run. look away, don't yeah. look. Yeah. Um, because, you know, one of them is, is raping her. Um, and that was really Hard difficult. Watch, but yeah. these men, these Armenian men are looking on, um, can't say anything. So they're silenced. Because um, there's soldiers because on Because there are horseback. soldiers telling yeah. them to continue yeah. working. These, mm -hmm. these men can't do anything. They can't yeah. help anyone. Um, so I, that was very, that was a moving scene. Um. But with and me, it was more like I said, when he was sitting down, like they were kneeling down and then these criminals got behind them and by the order of the government started slitting the throats of all the Armenians, which was a little graphic. Mm -hmm. I mean, you see it. And then it's him and his brother and they're looking at each other and yelling and he sees his brother's throat get slit and he knows it's he, he's next. That mm -hmm. was very hard for me to see. Yeah, It's like just, just the way that they were looking at in each other's eyes it was pretty powerful yeah and, and, and that he, kurdish he just, man who wasn't able to kill him he yeah. well, jabs, he, him, he in the jabs neck. him in yeah. the neck so hard he's he's afraid to do it but he's ordered to do it um and then he doesn't go um, all the way with the knife he, and well he and thinks he kills him he thinks he kills and him. then yeah. he, he he faints i think because of the pressure the against pain, his yeah. neck um and then this man, the Kurdish man, is so, um, you know, uh, bothered by by, yeah. by what he did. Yeah. He, the other uh, prisoners are then stealing from yeah, these dead taking men. Their shoes they're taking and everything yeah. that's from of value Armenians, yeah. from the dead. Um, he can't do it, but then he notices that um, uh, the character's name is uh, Nazaret. Mm -hmm. He notices that. Nazareth is breathing mm -hmm. um, and then he just r realizes that he's still alive and he pretends like he goes up to him to just steal, steal his from items. him so, meanwhile, so he tells others cover, he's like yeah. leave him alone you know I yeah, killed him mine. I killed him I he's, killed mine. Him. he's yeah. mine yeah. so he goes to him and checks that he's alive you know he takes some of his things to make it look like he is he's stealing yeah. And then later on, he and comes back later, yeah, after everyone dusk. is gone yeah, he comes um, back. Yeah. to Just help to him. He gives yeah. them water and, and so on. So eventually he helps him. And I mean, he tells him, you know, I'm sorry for what I did. I'm, I'm, you know, they put me in jail for stealing money, whatever. But I'm not a, I've never I'm killed not anyone. A, I'm not yeah. a murderer, you know, and, you know, and he tries to get Nazareth up and try to mm -hmm. help him. And he leads him 
out of that section. Yeah, and mm. so what happens because of that cut to the throat, mm-hmm. he yeah. Nazareth lo- loses his voice. He yeah, his vocal mute. cord is cut. Yeah, yeah. so... Um, hence the cut. Hence the cut. Yeah. And also th- the fact that, you know, throughout the movie, you see that he's unable to talk um, and often witnessing things and not being able to say anything, um, kind of like an allegory for what, what happened to the Armenian yeah, nation very, being yes. um, silenced. silenced. Yeah, a whole nation um, was silenced. Yeah, Still and, and, and many be. times he saw girls mm-hmm. who, like in one scene, he sees one Armenian girl who had, who he had seen earlier during the march yeah. um, in a Bedouin in a camp. Bedouin camp. Yeah, she which, was married yeah. off to this old man, mm-hmm. yeah. and she runs to him and says i recognize you you're armenian and she says it in armenian, armenian. Yeah. so help that me, no one understands yeah and he here. doesn't and he do, anything. do anything and he's yeah. Uh, yeah. you know he's uh he can't talk at like that a lot point of the anyway. time he's just he's helpless to do anything he's helpless in some he's cases against, i feel like you know. he also doesn't want to help um i'm, I'm kind of I'm unsure what the, he's going to. You know through. what it is. I think. Um, I think for that character, he has this hope of I'm gonna find my wife. I'm gonna find my kids. Mm-hmm. And every time he tries to get close in the movie, he realizes because he finds his sister-in-law, and his sister-in-law dies in his arms in this Armenian refugee. It's, it wasn't even a refugee camp. It was this camp mm-hmm. with a bunch of Armenians basically dying of starvation. That the Turks kind of pushed yeah, out that, into that the was desert. Way, yeah, that, that was, was much later. later yeah. yeah. So he keeps finding out that <clears throat> you know, like, okay, his family's dead, and then something else happens, and he has some hope. Okay, well, at least my kids are alive, and then all throughout the movie, his whole goal is just this thing of I need to find my kids, and that's where the well, whole. Well, he doesn't know what's happened to them. No, he doesn't know what's happened keeps, to any of them. He thinks it's um, here, so he goes there to like, no, they're not there. They're here, so he goes right, from Lebanon so, to that orphanage right, all the way so, to Cuba. Yeah, that's yep. yeah. So in the camp, though, in the Bedouin camp, he tries to find out from that Bedouin leader. Um, he tries to, you know, with hand signals because he can't talk. Um, he says, you know, with his hands, you know, how did you find her? meaning the, the girl the Armenian girl where did you get her mm-hmm. and um, the 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 Bedouin uh, man thinks he she the this Nazareth wants mm-hmm. that girl for himself he's like no I, I can't give her up um, he's like no where did you get her mm-hmm. where did you find her because mm-hmm. he's trying to figure out where his family might be where the women and the girls might be um, so then he, the Bedouin leader tells him that they were pretty much auctioned off, uh, at one of the towns that he went to. Um, and he, uh, ends up in, um, so one of the scenes, he ends up in a soap factory, mm-hmm. uh, in Aleppo, Arab, uh, I think. Yeah, Aleppo. Uh, I'm trying yep. to remember in where Syria. in Syria. I think yep. it was Aleppo. Aleppo, which and it was, majority of the Armenians yeah. ended up in. Right. And which my mom's side of the family ended right. up in. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, my, my grandparents yeah. also yeah. made it there. Yeah. Um, but uh, I love it that was, character. That yeah, Arab the, character the Arab who finds who, him who helps and nurses him. him. Yeah. And, and he hides them in his cart yeah. and he takes them to his yeah. soap factory yeah. where other Armenians are also working kind of yeah. uh, under 
the cover. And you get to um, hear a little bit of Arabic too, which you, is you like hear, wow, yeah, this is like Arabic. multi. He, he is an Arab actor actually, yeah. but I, I thought he was excellent. Yeah, he was. Um, and, <laughs> and and um, you know the other Armenian at that soap factory who befriends uh, Nazareth, mm-hmm. um, he mentions uh, some of the whorehouses and and, yeah right and (laughs) right away when he mentions it and and he says you know we should go there Mm -hmm. i think okay that that's where a lot of the women ended up and i um didn't like that i think what it does in the movie what this director does is he shows you the good and bad of every group Mm -hmm. um and in the case of krikor going to that um place um, not realizing, yeah. not realizing that some of the women that have ended up there, yeah. it's not because yeah, of choice. Yeah, but I think he, he was saying go to the whorehouse to find. But the... at one point he went there to oh, because he frequent. Yeah, I, I he was frequenting he was, it so they can look for no, uh, Nazareth. No, someone mentioned to him uh. that um, that's uh, a lot of the girls. Mm. Armenian girls ended up in places like that. Mm. So I thought, oh my gosh, he's going to find his girls there. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so the scene that you talked about, the uh, camp uh, where a lot of the Armenians uh, were driven off to in the desert. Yes. And it's like oh, it's you have the elements yeah. of the sun and... Yeah. Um, Hunger, uh, thirst, heat. the desert, the dryness. There's no food, no yeah. water, and uh, no cover. Yeah. Um, and a lot of these Armenians that are pretty much starving. Yeah. Um, and that's where he sees his oh, sister-in-law. Uh, and, and another thing um, we forgot to mention is um, the Turks gave... Um, they, they said, we will pardon you if you convert. Uh, in one of the scenes in yeah. one of the scenes uh, for the Armenians when when they were working yeah and a, a lot of that also happened the the Turkish government said if you convert to Islam then we will pardon you it didn't happen a lot because yeah. they some of them didn't believe that no uh, com- converting meant that the Armenians really oh, and they were still doing killed them. it yeah. Yeah, yeah they still killed them no, but just the fact that they, they tried they felt to, that with like, children that. it was yeah. more um well they can indoctrinate them it, and it would be easier them. to convert easier. them yeah. with adult men um, but just to show you that a lot of armenians well most armenians didn't convert because they had this belief and still do that if you do you are going to hell there was that fear of you know as you know like we can't convert you know this is our religion it's it's like us selling our soul basically you know and we will burn in hell if we convert and it, it, it was that thing of you're making us do something that we can't do so it's like a lose-lose situation for an armenian mm-hmm. you know um at that time and you know i mean now too obviously you're a christian yeah. you know so uh but it was just i thought that scene was very powerful i mean uh, it happens then, even yeah. uh, today in yeah, many cultures does. if they're um they convert all in to, the name of religion again know, from, the fighting from <laughs> one religion to something else that they're, they're shunned by their 
it's it's by their families yeah um so it, it's very sad that yeah. i i know i i think i would have been like convert me <laughs> because in my mind it's not a conversion it's i'm just you're saving yourself but you have to also understand you know armenians at that time especially it's like this is it you convert you deny christ mm -hmm. then you will burn in hell so it's it's that powerful you know, you can't. You will die for your faith. You know, you can't convert. So but they nobody were, the, the knows what's was, inside of you. I mean, that's... Well, nobody does, but this is what the church teaches. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, and when you're, you have nothing, and then, you know, this you have this strong belief. Well, so some know, of the men history. decided to convert. Two of them. And then... Um, Two men yeah, out of the whole a, bunch. A, a couple. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of them kind of like spat at them, yeah, shame at on them, you, traitor, how could you're going to you? burn in hell and all I that mean, stuff. I mean, yeah. I don't know if that would have actually happened. Probably not. Um, but, yeah. You know, they're trying to um, yeah. make it more dramatic. Yes. Yeah, uh, I, think so. I don't think that would have really yeah. happened um, but but I, I think, uh, you know, I, I was interested in the whole psychological effect of, you know, this is like a lose-lose situation. You convert or you don't convert. Either way, you're, you know, you're either you know losing your body or you're losing yeah, your soul kind i mean of but but they're Armenian. adults they're yeah. adults no one's gonna make them forget who they are no you know it's but, um some people might say no way would i convert yeah. um i would say you know if you have a family to save um you know you have other priorities mm. you, you do what you need to do to save them yeah um and you know with those men who knows why they did what they did yeah and then with the rest who decided not to, they ended up being killed anyway, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, with him being the lone survivor. survivor yeah. And then finding out that he may have lost his entire family, he you know tries to uh, scrape off the cross that's on his arm, yeah. and he's throwing, he's throwing stones rocks into the sky. In the sky, yeah, yeah, like he's mm -hmm. angry at God, but he doesn't have a voice to to yell to yell it out. Yeah, um, I mean, the, it's just a the, it's so full the of symbolism, symbolism is right? Just, yeah, I know. Being silenced, yeah. but uh, yeah. being not not being able to scream out in yeah. anger, uh, because that's what the Turks did by. Um, uh, by uh, arresting yeah. these these men as they silence them. Did you also pick up the symbolism of uh, the film he was watching when he was Charlie Charlie Chaplin? Chaplin. Yeah. So yep. the so whole Charlie silent Chaplin, film, the silent film, era. and yeah. and he gets emotional. And the film he was watching is the kid, mm -hmm. one of very. I mean, Charlie Chaplin's very famous movies. Right. Um, and you know he watches that film sitting around with a bunch of orphaned Armenians, and you know dislocated armenians uh and then it's uh, in an orphanage I yeah, think. he's in an orphanage and he's watching the movie and he gets so emotional because it reminds him of his kids but just just watching that silent film and he's silent like there's mm -hmm. there's so much and yeah. everybody's emoting their emotion through silence yeah. you know i thought that was pretty powerful yeah in in, in the charlie chaplin movies interestingly enough though he's he's usually sympathetic to the whenever there's like anything that's sad or when someone's suffering with Nazareth's character um remember the the rich armenian family yes. that mm -hmm. that man who yeah. early in the movie yeah. buys scissors from him yeah when he's a blacksmith he has a hate against he he's a, yeah. from a rich well-to-do yeah. family that person. Uh, he sees Not him later yeah. on mm -hmm. um uh when he joins that kurdish man mm -hmm. in his uh a group of thieves as yeah. they're stealing from different people 
they decide to steal from this family. Yeah. Uh, as they're escaping in their horse-drawn carriage. Mm -hmm. So this wealthy man um, has who's, hired who's to... now. Yeah. yeah, who knows what his situation was at that point because he was escaping with yeah. his wife and his children. I didn't like that. So scene. they stop him, yeah. and the man's like, Nazareth, you know, you know you me. You know me, yeah. Uh, I bring don't work do to this. you. Yeah. You're Armenian, all this. And uh, he just, turns he just back. He doesn't Nazareth. care. Yeah. And so I had a hard time with that. Yeah. Um, and it goes back to the beginning of the movie where he's in church and he's confessing to the armenian priest about the fact that he is angry jealous at the rich at, and, yeah and yeah, yeah. he wants what the rich have and he doesn't have it i think i think what he was thinking is i suffered i lost my family you rich you know you can't escape not even your money will make you escape from this horror mm -hmm. and you're going to suffer as i do mm -hmm. i think maybe that's what in his mind because he's always seen the rich you know get things that they don't deserve yeah. and you know and and he wanted that family to pay the price, which I really didn't like how yeah. that came out. Because you don't know what happened to that family. No, you don't. They, you they just kinda, know that he, they the took everything the that too. was yeah. uh, worth anything. Yeah. Um, so, so he yeah. saw that he has children. Yeah. Um, and then I in other, other scenes too, yeah. like, um, you know, w women being... Um, raped or that girl yeah. being in the bedouin camp like he didn't do anything because he feels like a shell of a man he yeah. he had seen like that the horrors that he witnessed i think it just kind of closed him off to mm -hmm. everything and he was just focused on uh just surviving and finding his kids and nothing else mattered he he just he could care less if the whole world burned i think at that point he was mm -hmm. so uh, like so cynical at that point because of all the stuff that he has seen so i kind of understand how he could have lost his humanity because i mean none of it makes sense mm -hmm. you know like seeing his brother die in front of him like that and then he was gonna die and his family gets massacred it's insane yeah. it's it's too much for the human mind to comprehend you know out of nowhere this happens uh it's it's i mean you're surprised you know you, you can mentally you you people would have breakdowns yeah and i think maybe that's what have what would have happened to him yeah i mean so, i i get it it's hard yeah, to speak hard. up to say yeah. anything when yeah. when you're one and you're outnumbered Against, yeah um and yeah but there's a part of him certain parts of the movie i i feel like he he's not sure which way to go yeah yeah you yeah, know and yeah. he's mm -hmm. Maybe it talks about the nation as a whole. Yeah. Um, so he ends up blinded. in Lebanon. So he 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 gets word somehow that his daughters. So he finds out that his wife was, died. Uh, uh, before she died, she gave his her their two girls to a Bedouin, a Bedouin family. Camp, yeah. And then um, he, they then end up. I, I believe in an orphanage. Mm -hmm. So in then Lebanon. he goes through a whole list of orphanages mm -hmm. in Syria, Lebanon. Um, and then you he know, finds pages the picture of, of them I don't know, 200 orphanages yep. that mm -hmm. he makes a list of. And then he ends up in one in Lebanon. And, and when we were watching the movie and I, I saw the scenes of him being on the beach and I said, oh my gosh, what a difference to the dry 
desert that he came from in Syria and Turkey because Lebanon is beautiful. And I said, look at how gorgeous that looks. Um, And so he finds this one um, orphanage there, and there's a famous one Mm -hmm. um, in in, uh, Beirut um, that uh, took in a lot of Armenian orphans at the time. And it's where my uh, grandmother's oldest brother ended up, too. Mm. Um, And I believe it's the same orphanage that they show in this movie. So he goes there and looks at uh, photos of the orphans that Mm -hmm. were put on the um, wall. Um, And the the woman who's in charge there asks him if he recognizes and he sees his two girls in the photo. They're older at this point. They're older. I think it's been six years. Yeah. Um, And he finds out that they were sent to marry um, Armenian men in Cuba. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one imagine, of the teachers, one uh, of, yeah. after you're 16, you're supposed to leave the orphanage. Right. So one of the te- teachers at that orphanage said that she knew somebody mm-hmm. that could take care of them and needed to get married, but mm-hmm. they're in Cuba. So they were shipped off to Cuba to and marry these two Armenians. they wanted to stay Armenians. together. Yeah, so they wanted, they, yeah. Because they're actually twins so, also. We yes, didn't mention yeah. that. They're and not then just his face, once he finds out, like he's he trekked to the desert. He went, he survived all of that. He went, ended up in Syria, survived that. He came to Lebanon after all these orphanages and he found where his daughters were. And in a year before he showed up they were shipped off mm-hmm. like and his face was just so crushing it's it's like his suffering so is like like his suffering just does not come to an end it's it's mm-hmm. like you were feeling what he was oh i was yeah. i'm like are you kidding me you know mm-hmm. it's like ended already mm-hmm. it's it's just because you know we've discussed this in some movies you know i i take it to heart <laughs> and I live with the character. Yeah. So I felt like I was living through him. But anyways, so, so now yeah, so he ends he, up um, yeah, finds getting a job a on the boat. way yep. to get to Cuba. And yep. then he gets there. And then uh, he finds an Armenian the family the um, there. Um, that was supposed to arrange the marriage. Right. And then finds out that one of the girls... Um, ended up with a limp mm-hmm. because uh, of the walking because through of the, the desert walking, and it was yeah. never healed yep. the, and then because of that one of the men refused to marry her and so the other girl the twin decided not to marry you know the, the Be- man because that they she wanted was betrothed to, t- they to. Wanted to stay together they, they to didn't want together. to be separated the girls and then the two of them sweet. were sent off um Minneapolis yeah I believe yeah yep, to work there um, so then he finds out from Cuba they went to you know to America US, all the way to Minneapolis again, and he's thinking you know, it's... again it's and he just goes from one place to another so while he's in Cuba uh, the wife of you know the the barber where he um, he finds out you know about the the daughters the wife tells him um, you know, while they're in church, uh, she points out the man who turned down his daughter because of the limp. And you look at him, and he's this like older 40, man. 40, 50 years older than, than her. Yeah, which is... He must yeah. be in his 70s. Who yeah. knows? Much older man. Turned um, down this beautiful-looking... <laughs> turned down a young woman because of her limp. Um, and 
So he looks over at him and he's and they're rich, full of by the anger. Way, that guy. He's rich. Yep. Again, goes back and to the so, whole rich thing. Yeah. So the the whole class thing. Yep. There's uh, keeps a definitely coming, class system coming thing. Uh, yeah. coming up, and he has uh, real issues with that mm-hmm. um, of not having money, um, being of a lower class. So he needs to raise money. He's been working to raise to $50 get, to, or get to, the or US. to get to the yeah. U.S. Yeah. So what he does is he beats this man up. Well, he sees the man walk, walk out of the church. So he follows this man out of the church and something in him, just that rage kicks in. Mm-hmm. He wasn't going to do it. But the the whole rich and the daughter. He wasn't gonna do it. Uh, I never I felt he, like he wasn't gonna do no, it. No, he at first he was like, mm, and then it just something snaps he, and yeah, he just attacks. He, he him. was gonna and, beat him yeah, up. Yeah. I mean, he went there with the intent yeah. of beating him up. I don't think he was gonna steal from him when no. he was ready to leave. He turned back. Yeah. I think at that point realizing, wait, I can steal from him, and he get takes his wallet and then runs off. Um, and he ends up with the money he needed uh, in order to get to get on to America, boat, yeah, to get to the U.S. So that's how um, he and gets then he there. goes through all kinds of things in the U.S. Uh, it was horrible. I don't know what what ends up in the south and those hicks. Oh my God! It's um, it's like just like he yeah. all he wants is something to eat. Uh, he sees a farm and he sees a uh, chicken. And, yeah. He wants to maybe eat the chicken and or he's the like, eggs. He's and, like and the he's, backwards part of america where I, it's like you know it's well, like somebody on from the, the boat McCoys and the <laughs> warns him about the kkk yeah yeah he says right? they'll they'll eat boys they'll like you alive, alive or something like and, that yeah. um but he doesn't know about that but so he yeah, says just... that because you know armenians were looked at as oh uh, yeah second class even in the u.s yeah. a yeah. second class citizen yeah. anyway but uh, again so that's yeah, that's he, the type of yeah. racism discrimination that that he goes through when he's going through Florida, yeah. uh, and he goes through this farm, and then these uh, I, think I it called was them picks. Yeah, they yeah. take out their rifles yeah. and start just shooting at him, um, and he ends up, uh, you know, On overtaking one then, of them, yeah, and then uh, yeah. hitting him or stabbing mm-hmm. him in the back, and then. Um, and then uh, Makes his escaping, escape, yeah. uh, finding train, a train, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So eventually he gets to where he needs to get to this uh, company that he was told his daughters worked at uh, in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's uh, uh, it looks like a tailoring factory because there's a bunch of women there on sewing machines just working. Yeah. He gets there. The foreman at the company says, uh, I don't know them. Um, you know, they did work there. They're not there anymore. None of the women know. So now he's lost again. Yeah. Now he has no idea where his daughters no are. Yeah. He's in a strange land again, doesn't even speak the language. And, and ago, uh, again, this whole time he's yeah. unable to speak. He's unable to so speak So he's anyways. writing things yeah. in a little notebook yeah. to communicate with people but, about what he's looking for. Yeah. But he does hear about... Uh, uh, a railway I, company yeah. that's that's looking for workers yeah. to, to lay out um, yeah. you know, the, the rails. So and there's a bunch of stuff that happens there with uh, a Native American girl. Yeah, so uh, that and, kind of um, went back to what he witnessed during the Armenian genocide with the rape of the Armenian woman, woman by Turkish yeah. soldiers. Mm-hmm. So when he's being discriminated by this group, uh, Americans when he's in working, yeah, yeah, in this railroad um, company. Uh, company mm-hmm. 
and I, I think they're even immigrants. It sounded like Irish, right? I I, I couldn't tell. I mean, it was American. American, yeah, Irish. Southern I think American. There were, there were, yeah. There, well, no, it was. This is in the north now. Or yeah, but they had southern accents. Uh, I think one of them was Irish okay. from the accent. Uh, so they're in Minneapolis now. Mm -hmm. And uh, this railroad company where he's working, um, they're just sitting there. He He's often discriminated because he's uh, mute. Mm -hmm. um, they laugh and, at him. And he's they, a whatever. foreigner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and they're all white. Mm -hmm. uh, so they just make fun of him a lot. But then at one point when he's having lunch outside, just having his food, um, and they they are as well. Uh, there's this woman walking on um, the railroad uh, tracks, and you can tell she's um, Native American. The white men start making fun of her, and then um, it's clear that one of them, you know, wants to attack her. And and something in him at at first he just kind of looks on, and then. Um, well, the the guy attacks her and tries to and rape tries her. Tries to rape yeah. her, yeah, but at. at one point he just kind of snaps out of it and he runs over and he tries to save and her. saves yeah, the girl the girl runs it. off but then he gets beaten up by yeah, all, all like the men four or five of them yeah so he's yeah. knocked out he wakes up around now it's like really pitch dark he wakes up and he's just wandering like the street kind of mm -hmm. uh, and he hears this tone that his wife used to sing uh, in the he, beginning he of the movie, it's an Armenian song. It's an Armenian song and that he hears that's it actually, throughout the yeah, movie. Yeah, it comes yeah. up a few times. So, I, yeah. during as, as we're watching it, I'm like, is that the only Armenian song? Uh, yeah. there is? I, you know, it's yeah. not. So, anyways, it's not a common one either. No, but he hears it and he finds the shack, and it's actually a bunch of Armenian men who actually work on the railroad. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of Armenians did come to the United States actually uh, to escape from the genocide or whatever, you know. And uh, and they realize, oh, Armenians, Armenians. So they give him shelter. And uh, he's showing the pictures of his daughters. And all the men are like, no, we don't know them. But there's this town uh, where there are some Armenian families there. You should go to that town. So after he rests, the next morning, they give him food or whatever. And he basically starts walking all the way to that town, whatever, Russo or whatever that town was. I, I know it started with an R. I can't remember. <laughs> So he gets to the town. It's this bleak-looking town, yeah. like monotone, very gray-looking. Like it's cold. It looked like a western. Western you know, town, like, like a saloon. In the, but there were no tumbleweeds because <laughs> it was like snow. I think there were, just, actually. Were there? Yeah. Okay. It was yeah, just like it, dead it everywhere. It did look like, you know, it's like this it's, one it's saloon. Like, it's like Boston um, in January. And, and so. Yeah, there were tumbleweeds, and it just looked like a western to me. Yeah. And then um, he's walking uh, through this town, and then out from the store comes out a woman. And just all he covered sees up. her from the back walking away, and she's walking with a limp. Mm. And right away, he just feels that it's his daughter. Yeah. Um, well, he's not sure, he, but he's, he just he's he, feels, he it. Yeah. feels it. And he's still unable to talk at that point. But he's yelling her name, but, but he can't but, say yeah, it. Yeah, he's, just he's with a like whisper. mouthing her, yeah, her, her name, Lucy. The word. Yeah. Um, and, and eventually, the, he's able to say it. Get it out, like um, barely. Barely, like, and like she Lucy, hears it, and she stops. And she turns around. And she, know, she, rec she recognizes it. And that was really emotional. Yeah. When they finally 
um, embrace, embrace and then you know, she lets him know that. Well, he says, where's your sister? Yeah, yeah, and she and lets him know that her sister died. Um, my heart sank again. Yeah, and uh, it's so, like yeah, she's... So, yeah, she died out of a virus or something. Um, like parasites. Six parasites, she like said, six from, months from ago, she said. From the old country. From the old country. Which yeah. was interesting, too, because yeah. it's like something that eats away at you, right? Yeah. From the inside. and It's, it's like there's no escape. It's, it's it, the it's, sadness. Yeah. It's, it's the trauma. Yeah. Of everything they went yeah. through. And you kind of assume that as a woman, she she had been through a lot. Oh, horrific um, things. Yeah, yeah, and so we don't see it, but you assume it. And then you, you just look at her and also the photo of, of the two uh, girls. Yeah, the black and it white just photo. shows, you, you, you can know, feel it just the heaviness. feels like yeah. they've, they've been through a lot. Yeah. And... Um, and it's just uh, yeah. At the end, they're at the cemetery gravesite of the sister. Now it's just uh, the daughter and Nazareth, him, just kind of yeah. embrace and looking onto the grave. Yeah. Um, and then that's how it kind of. Yeah, ends. I mean, he he basically yeah. finds his voice when he sees his daughter. daughter. Yeah. So, the the fact that throughout the movie he's silenced, he loses his voice, uh, um, like. The, as if the story can't really be told you know it's it's unclear where it's heading until he finds one part of his family yeah. right there in front of him and it's like everything coming back yeah um i thought it was beautifully done um it's not to the level of uh, the promise well, um yeah it's production different. wise I think but it's, it's different. different and it was a good movie i really uh, you know, I don't like watching movies like this, obviously. You know, like I said, I want happy movies. But this was very well done. Yeah. And I was in it. And it's just, again, being an yeah, Armenian, it's, it's I'm very kind of emotional. Biased, like, very emotional, yeah. very heavy. After it was done, I'm like, great, this is going to stay with me for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. You know, um, even the girl's name, Lucine, I mm -hmm. thought was interesting. Mm -hmm. Luis in Armenian is light. Light. And he kind of sees her, sees the light. Mm -hmm. I mean, Lucine is moon, actually. But Luis, Lucine, you know, you can kind of do that connection there. So it was, it was a, you know, it was a good movie. It was, it was put together well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, and it was interesting hearing, what, five to six different languages in one movie. I know. And, and it's always Spanish, great hearing Arabic, Armenian, Armenian, too. Turkish. And like our type of Armenian. Yeah. You know, some, you know, like Western Armenian. Mm -hmm. That's what it was, mm -hmm. which is, um, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, thank you for, you know, making me <laughs> watch I, I, this. Honest, like I said, uh, I had heard about this movie yeah. since it came out, uh, but I just didn't want to watch it. I think. Yeah, it's heavy. Again, it's heavy. It's a heavy it's, subject. You know, it's you like, know, it's not gory. It's like when they have the talks on the genocide. Yeah. I yeah. don't. I have to be in the right mindset yes, to be able to definitely. listen to yeah. it, to read it. Um, I can't just pick up one of the books. Like right now, I'm I'm reading about We're too the Armenian close genocide. To it. That's why. It's yeah, just, but I, you know, right now I, I've picked up a book about it and how a lot of the Armenian women who ended up in these um, uh, forced marriages, who were raped, who were tattooed, um, and how they were rehabilitated once they were saved um, from those situations, and how. Uh, the Armenian communities came together and said, listen, it wasn't their fault. 
to end up in these situations. We need to find Armenian men who will marry them. And so you had a lot of Armenians from around the world who kind of had these male brides Mm -hmm. um, that saved Armenian women from um, the Middle East. So you have women going to the U.S. and like in this movie and to Cuba uh, all over the world, really. Um, But you have to wonder, those weren't, I mean, they were arranged. What choice did they have? You know, it was their only way out. Um, And in many cases, married to men that they had no interest in, um, especially having uh, gone through such traumatic experiences, I can't imagine what they were thinking. Um, So that's what I'm reading right now. Um, and, And it's really difficult. It's really difficult because, you know, as a woman, I think, what if I lived there um over a hundred years ago where would i end up and i told you as a man i would be in a ditch you you would be yeah yeah, i mean no matter what you were man woman child um it wasn't anything there was no happy ending and the ones that survived a lot of these women being um bruised battered traumatized how did they build you know, a new family from there. How did they go on? It just, you know, it, there needs to be more books and about because that. Of their because survival, they're we're really here. the and, reason you know, just, why we're here is because yeah, of because those of women. Them. Yeah. 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 And um, that's a lot to carry, and is. that's why again we do these episodes and we talk about this because you know it's it's something that needs to be out there it, i mean it yeah, needs to be it, out there I, i'm glad that there are these different versions uh, of movies yeah. the promise is much more historical for yeah. anyone who's interested the epic, cut like is yeah. but i think artistic. both movies I both think, movies um, need to be watched i definitely yeah. would recommend both movies i if, i, I if think just the fact again yeah. that it's, it was a turkish director yeah, means I mean, a lot yes um, yeah. and it shows a different side of what happened um, there are a few other movies that I've personally seen. I don't think you have. One of them um, is uh, a French movie called Mayrik. Um In it is Omar Sharif and Claudia Cardinal. I saw that when I was younger, um, and it was an excellent movie. I think it may be on YouTube if anyone's interested in seeing it with subtitles. Um and then uh, another movie that was really touching as well um, was called uh, The Lark Farm. Mm-hmm. And it's in Italian. Um, the Italian uh, title is La Masseria del Aladole. And it was written by Antonia Arslan, who's uh, an Armenian-Italian woman um, whose grandparents i believe were genocide survivors Hmm. that's a very touching movie as well in italian um so just a few movies that i would recommend that are out there i don't know if you've seen anything else that you would recommend well i don't look for these movies i just you know i uh I go by your recommendation. Yeah, you're into I, fantasy. So yeah, this was, I mean, this again, was a stretch this is, for you. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean, it's it's not, it, it's heavy. I, again, yeah. you know, I, I watch movies for escapism. Yeah. Uh, for happy, no, for what, not, not 
stuff like this, especially when it's, you know, this close to our family with our ancestors and stuff. It's, it's, it's like I said, you know, when I'm watching and I'm reliving it, I'm not reliving it, but it's, it's like, this is what, you know, my ancestors went through. Uh, so it's, it's pretty heavy. Yeah. It's um, different when so, it's really close to you. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, and, and you, you're able to put yourself yeah in that situation and you think what if it was me exactly what if the timeline was different yeah Yeah, exactly so So, um you know i and again you know like anything could have gone wrong for me to be here uh you know it meant for them to survive yeah they walked through the desert they ended up where they ended up just and and, you know well we're here here because because we're we're part of those uh survivor stories exactly. and there were so many others who didn't make it and their so entire lineage is exactly, cut off so they exactly. don't yeah. there are no grandkids from no. those families no um so, so it's really i mean the, the entire population of armenians that lived in turkey has pretty much been wiped out there is a very small percentage of armenians that have remained there um, and uh, many of them kind of uh, because they were taken into Turkish Arab families. They had to change they, their name uh, and assimilate. And it's, it's like it's there. It's like that story of that Turkish guy who did a DNA test and found out that his grandmother was Armenian. And he's so pro-Turkish to the point where he committed suicide. Mm. After finding out his grandmother was Armenian and then he looked into it and found out genocide this that and he was one of the kids that was you know spewing hate about armenians and how the genocide is fake yeah and then found out that is his family right but then you have others like uh Fethiye Çetin, mm-hmm. who uh, is a turkish lawyer mm-hmm. whose grandmother um before she passed uh told her that um she's armenian yeah so yeah. the grandmother was Armenian. She was very young when she was taken. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended up being married into a Turkish family. Um, her children were raised Muslim. So this woman never knew uh, that she was part Armenian until her grandmother was on her deathbed. Mm. And she said, I, my name was... And she yes. told her, you know, the her Armenian name, which she yeah. still remembered. And yeah. it's so touching when I think about it. Yeah. But this lawyer, this Turkish lawyer, has written about this. Yes. She's a human rights activist. Yeah. And she um, probably a right... has a, 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 a thing from the Turkish government, too, like a death threat thing. Because yeah, I mean, the government you know, doesn't it, want this. This is an like example of out. a Turkish woman, yeah. Turkish Muslim woman, who um, talks about her being part Armenian now. Yeah. Um, and it changed her outlook. And yes. she didn't think there was anything Armenian about her. Yeah. And to find out what her grandmother went through, yeah. and it made her want to find out more about yeah. what others. So she um, got involved with Armenian communities, trying to find out more, and it's, it's just—it's really, yeah. yeah I, I think, you yeah. know, I'm hopeful that in a few years, maybe um, Turkey and Armenia will find something. To but bring us more together, than that, you now, know, it's the issue of Azerbaijan, which is looking really yeah, vicious. Yeah, but but I'm it's hopeful like, on the Turkish side yeah, more than yeah. Azerbaijan. Uh, I think uh, right now is just a hopeless case yeah. because you, that's a genocidal country. Yeah, um, society they're indoctrinated to hate, hate Armenians, Armenians at a young age. Um, yeah, so 
and and even the people living in Azerbaijan are living under the autocratic rule of um, the Aliyev family. Yeah. And so they can't support Armenians if, even if they wanted to. They can't speak yeah, out they would be for Armenians. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you're rewarded if you speak against Armenians, if you yeah. kill Armenians. That's it, It's just a different mindset. Mentality. It's just yeah. crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. But I like, like I said, I'm hopeful on the Turkish side that the genocide will be recognized, that the borders will be open. And, um, you know, for Turkey's sake, for Armenian, Armenia's sake, I think we have to be able to find um, common that ground. common yeah. ground um, for Armenia's survival. And if Turkey wants to become the democratic nation that it hopes to become, I think many of their citizens want that. It has to accept um, the the history that's there, um, and that's the only way. Yeah. Otherwise, to move this forward. wound will never heal. You know, it it's, won't it's heal, and an and you wound. see that it's yeah. it's on both sides. Yeah. And there yeah. are a lot of people in Turkey um, that are going through that that trauma as well yeah. of being uh, the ones who committed genocide. And the ones who survived it, you know, so there has to be something that brings us together yeah. after the recognition happens. It won't happen until there's recognition. Yeah. Um, so anyway, there's a whole bunch of yeah. movies that we mentioned yeah. that people can watch. Yeah. We didn't want this to be a sad episode. But, but it's a necessary episode. It is. And whoever's still listening, thank you for hanging out with us and uh, hopefully it wasn't well, uh, too heavy or too much of a downer but you yeah, know, we appreciate and, you listening and next and, time we'll uh, have to find uh, yeah maybe a few other well, movies to yeah, talk about we'll go back to the yuck yucks you know but you know this is uh, this is life you know like like the the happy face and the sad face of the theater you know this is life well, is also like there that. has to be and, a uh, purpose yeah, in life right of course why we're here so what so, are we going to talk about next time? Do well, we let it be next time and we'll talk about Clearly it. you're tired. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm going to go inside and cry now because, you know, this is, this is this, heavy. This took away yeah. a lot from you, did it? A, a lot yeah. of my energy is just, yeah. Drained. This, stuff like this just, yeah, drains my energy because it's heavy. It's very you know, heavy. You're the one who I, wanted to do this. <laughs> I, I did because I thought it was important, and it is important. And yeah. uh, it's I, I need to also do it. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to talk about it, but that's the, the, the wrong thing. You have to talk about it. You can't be silent like the guy in the movie. So that's why I don't want to do it, but I have to do it. Yeah, and, yeah, um, and that's, that's how Unfortunately, it is. during yeah. these commemoration events, a lot of Armenians don't show up because they're tired. They're of, tired of it. Of but saying it the same happen. thing every year. But, but you, you know, I to. ask that yeah. people not feel that, yeah. not to feel like it's hopeless. Cause because to stay silent well, is to be forgotten. Th this isn't about the genocide anymore. Um, it's it's about that. what's happening right now yeah. in, in, in Armenia and Ar Artsakh. Artsakh. Yeah. It's continuing to happen now to yes. people who are trying to live peacefully on their own land. These are um, Armenians are indigenous to that land. Mm -hmm. And all they want to do is live their lives, live it with their families, work, yeah. um, 
again we can't just be talking about ourselves no and that's really important to me whatever i've done i've tried to read up about other cultures and what happens around the world um not just to talk about it but hopefully do something about it and make changes happen um you know someone like fathia chatin who um i mentioned um wrote a book mm-hmm. um continues to speak up publicly about this that's really important yeah. um and you know you can be angry um but i i think we have to have that strong purpose about what's happened in the past and where we are now and where we want to see ourselves yeah. in the future um and, it's and, okay and to we be have angry. to be able to work uh, together and to uh, find some kind of resolution. Uh, I think even with a country like, you know, Turkey, who um, has this uh, bloody history, um, we have to find, we have to be able to negotiate with a country like that and for the good of the Armenian people yeah. and their future. It, and it's I mean, just it's okay to survival. be angry, but use that anger, that energy towards a positive solution. Yeah. You know, and uh, not for destruction. Or, but anyways, uh, again, this has been a long episode. I think we should just end it. Because <laughs> I am spent. You are spent. <laughs> yeah. Now you need to watch something. Uh, mention a movie that'll kind of make you happy. Lord of the Rings. See, that has a lot of darkness in it too. But yeah, I but guess it's fan- but there's a happy ending at the end. Yeah, uh, all the, the good elves people win. make it all. Yeah. Okay. Well, not all the elves. Heldier <laughs> dies. That's not good. So, all right, the hobbits. Anyways. Okay. And the hobbits survive. Yeah, yeah, the Shire. All right. So yeah. um, imagine yourself in in the Shire. See, Sila away doesn't want to end this. this. She wants to keep going. Away from this all. No, I'm editing like half of this. No, so just so you know. All right, great. Yeah. Edit all my parts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. So until next time. Until next time. Thank and you, again, everyone. thank you. Yeah, thank for you for joining. listening. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye.